Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you learn about how you can change your outlook to cut down on risk-taking behavior like drinking and gambling, how your dog's personality can change over time, and deadly, exploding licks. Let's satisfy some curiosity. According to new research, there's a surprising trick that can protect us from risky behaviors like excessive drinking and gambling. It's hope. Having hope for the future can reduce risk-taking behavior and help people stay in control. And yeah, if that sounds simplistic, don't worry, stick around. We've got some science-backed ways to boost hope, too. In three studies, researchers took a look at what makes people take excessive risks. It all starts with something called relative deprivation. That's a belief that you're in a worse position than other people. Now, past research has found a link between relative deprivation and a whole slew of unhealthy behaviors. And one of them is excessive risk-taking. We're talking drinking, doing drugs, gambling, even overeating. But not everyone who experiences relative deprivation also ends up taking excessive risks. So the researchers wondered if having hope for the future could reduce the negative effects of relative deprivation. So first, they did two laboratory experiments using a risk-taking task. To start, researchers quizzed volunteers on how deprived they felt they were compared to their peers and how much hope they had for the future. Then the volunteers played gambling games where they could win real money. And as it turns out, the people who scored high in the hope category were less likely to take big risks in the gambling game. People who felt less hopeful took lots more risks. A third study brought hope and relative deprivation to the real world. The researchers found 122 people who had gambled at least once in the past year. The volunteers completed the same deprivation and hope questionnaires and also indicated whether gambling was a problem for them. The gamblers with high levels of hope were less likely to have problems with gambling. The researchers say this may be one way to help people who are unhappy with their lives. To help them avoid risky behaviors, we could try to nurture their hope for the future. That's all well and good, but again, how exactly are you supposed to feel hopeful when it seems like everyone else is doing better than you? Well, there's no single fix that'll work for everyone, but here are a few tips. First, keep a list of things that make you feel gratitude. That's been shown to increase hope, something like a gratitude journal. Next, look for role models who started where you are and found success to help inspire hope for your own situation. And finally, give support and hope to others who need it. That can make you more hopeful for the future, too. Most people's personalities change over time. I mean, you're probably more conscientious as a grown-up than you were as a 16-year-old, right? Any dog owner knows that dogs have their own unique personalities, too. So do dog personalities change over time? In 2019, researchers at Michigan State University investigated the question. And the answer was surprising. In order to measure dogs' personalities, the team started with a BuzzFeed quiz. Just kidding. They used what's called the Dog Personality Questionnaire, which measures a dog's personality in five dimensions. Fearfulness in new situations, aggression towards people, activity slash excitability, which is a rough measure of playfulness, responsiveness to training, and aggression toward other animals. The team asked more than 1,600 dog owners to fill out the questionnaire for their dog. 
along with a questionnaire about their own personality, just to see if there was any connection. The canine participants were diverse, with a wide range of ages and breeds and about a 50-50 split of male and female animals. As the researchers sifted through the data, they were surprised to discover that dogs' personalities change a lot over time. Age, or maturity, was one factor in this change. Dogs were most aggressive toward people and other animals at around age 6 to 8, although that was also the sweet spot for teaching them to behave. They were most responsive to training at this age. Dogs were also less excitable as they got older. No surprise there. Fearfulness was the only trait that didn't vary with dogs' age. Interestingly, the owners' personalities also played a role. Extroverted people rated their dogs as more excitable, while neurotic people rated their dogs as more fearful. This might sound like a fishy finding. I mean, what if owners just projected their personalities onto their dogs? But the researchers think it may be less about projection than about the situations owners put their dogs in. So extroverted people put their dogs in more social situations, which can train them to be sociable, while neurotic people probably take their dogs to fewer new places, which makes the rare foreign situation feel more dangerous. The exact mechanism behind all of this isn't clear yet, but this theory fits with previous research about the bond between dogs and humans, so it's no surprise. We change our dogs just as much as they change us. If you live near a fault line or a volcano, you probably know there's some risk of a natural disaster upending your life. But that's not usually the case for people who live by a lake. That is, most lakes. It turns out that sometimes lakes can explode and kill thousands of people in an instant. The two most recent of these natural disasters occurred really close together. The first was in 1984. It was in Lake Manoon in Cameroon, where a giant bubble of carbon dioxide rose up from the bottom of the lake. It created a massive tsunami, which flattened the entire eastern shore of the lake and suffocated 37 people in the bubble of toxic gas. Just two years later, another bubble of carbon dioxide exploded at a lake close by. This was Lake Nyos, and the disaster was like a scene from a horror movie. See, because carbon dioxide is heavier than air, it rolled down the mountains into low-lying villages, where it killed 1,700 people and 3,000 animals. And don't worry, these don't happen in every lake. These explosions of deadly gas are called limnic eruptions, and they happen because carbon dioxide has dissolved into the water, just like in a carbonated beverage. If you look at liquid in an unopened bottle, it looks like it's perfectly still. But when you remove the cap, the bubbles appear out of nowhere. The pressure held in by the cap prevented the bubbles from escaping. Now imagine that region of dormant bubbles is massive and lies deep at the bottom of a lake. The cap, in this case, is the pressure of the water above, maybe helped out by an outcropping of rock. But if something happens to shift that water, or crumble that rock, or just disturb the carbon dioxide enough, the bubbles will erupt sending a massive wave and a giant cloud of carbon dioxide out over the land. Now, the good news is that there aren't many lakes this can happen to. In addition to Lake Nyos and Lake Manoon in Cameroon, there's also Lake Kivu in Rwanda. And these lakes are all located near a chain of volcanoes, which seep carbon dioxide into the water. Fortunately, the tragedies of decades past have given us insight into how to prevent such a disaster from happening again. 
Using vent pipes to bring the deep CO2-enriched water to the surface allows for controlled releases of the gas. So, visiting these lakes should be safe. Or so we hope. All right, well, let's recap what we learned today, starting with the fact that having hope for the future could make you less likely to engage in risky behaviors like drinking and gambling. To be more hopeful, be mindful of the things you're grateful for, like by keeping a gratitude journal, and give support and hope to others who need it. Also, maybe stay off social media. Yeah, I mean, relative deprivation is the belief you're in a worse position than other people. And like, social media is basically the fastest way to see how other people are doing and create your own narrative that they're doing better than you, even though social media is pretty much an illusion. I mean, they're creating a narrative that they're better than you. We're all creating narratives that we're better than everyone else. We're not including all the bad stuff that's happening, you know? Right. Most people aren't. So seriously consider it if you found yourself gravitating towards risk-taking behaviors that are adversely affecting your life. We also learned that your dog's personality changes over time. Dogs tend to be the most aggressive and the easiest to train between ages six and eight. And they get less excitable as they get older. But if your dog is terrified of everything, like my parents' golden retriever is, then sorry, fearfulness pretty much stays the same. I saw a really good meme about this. It was like four panels. And the first panel was a picture of a puppy. And it said age zero to two. And then it, it had a picture of a like teenage dog. And it said age two to six and then in the age six to eight there was a velociraptor and it just went back to like an adult dog <laughs> that's pretty great i loved it and we learned that lakes can literally explode thanks to limnic eruptions which limnic just refers to a body of water like a lake that happens when carbon dioxide has dissolved into the water and something disturbs that carbon dioxide kind of like the cap on a soda bottle just makes it go Wait, what does it sound like, Cody? Exactly. Man, we have the best audio samples on this podcast. Yeah, thank you. But I want to reiterate, we wanted to share that it's very good news that we figured out how to relieve some of that pressure so that really horrible tragedies don't occur again. We're not trying to make light of those. Those are very bad things. Never know what nature will throw at you, though. Today's stories were written by Kelsey Donk, May Rice, and Ruben Westmus, and edited by Ashley Hammer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity Daily. Script writing was by Cody Goff and Sonia Hodgen. Today's episode is produced and edited by Cody Goff. Have hope for the future. Tomorrow's going to be pretty great, because that's when you can join us again to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious.